This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. <coughs> Welcome to Discount Budget Airport Motel, Denver. <clears throat> Do you have a reservation? Well, yes. We're here for AFCON 2010. Okay, let me get your room. Don't worry about the airplanes flying over. You'll only hear them every five minutes. And one more thing. You might want to pass on that continental breakfast. Don't let this be you. Stay in the lap of a luxury suite at our AFCON 2010 discount rate. Our room block is almost sold out. This is your last chance to stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. Don't let this special rate go away and book your rooms now. Finalize your plans to be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through the 23rd in Denver. Still haven't registered? Then register today at AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and welcome to this edition of Cover Story. We're so super excited because I think this is going to be a phenomenal conversation, and I think, once again, um, imparting some phenomenal information, actionable information, I should say, that you can go home and uh, utilize for some quick success long-term. There is no such thing as quick success. Uh, I'm super excited. Our featured guest today is Steve Safran, who's Senior Vice President of Media 2.0 at AR&D, Audience Research and Development. Uh, Steve has more than 15 years experience as a TV producer, web news executive, and on-ear news from the web personality. He's been interviewed by national and international media outlets, including MSNBC, NBC, ABC, BBC, uh, radio, as well as uh, Irish Times and Media Week. He's also uh, he's been featured in the Neiman Report from the Neiman Foundation for Journalism at Harvard University. He actually taught a course in Spain. I could go on and on and on, um, but without further ado, hey, Steve Safran. I don't know how I'm going to live up to that. <laughs> I think you should be tired. It seems like you... <laughs> <laughs> I was winded. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I've definitely got to uh, cut down on the bio. That's starting to get a little boring, isn't it? No, no. I think it actually, <laughs> quite honestly, I think it does a really good, I mean, if I was your PR person per se, not that I am a PR yes. person, I would say it gives a lovely overview as to whom you are, shows that you are involved not only with traditional media, but non-traditional media, which would personally make me feel more confident about doing business with you. And then, of course, um, you know, you're extending yourself into... Um, educational, you know, into the educational arena, I think is uh, is wonderful. And being over in Valencia, Spain, not such a bad gig. 
Well, I, I'm sold. Okay, I'll keep it. There you go, right? I think it works. It's a well-rounded. There's something for everyone in there. <laughs> kind of bio, which is nice. There's not a lot of people that can say that. Um, but anyway, let's get right thank to you. it because I think you <laughs> thank yourself. Um, but I think, you know, we've got a lot of information I think we can cover today. And I absolutely want to indulge our listeners in all of the wonderful information that you can impart on us. Absolutely, yeah, and I should uh, point out, too, that uh, I write um, editor at the website Lost Remote, and um, the, the conversation that you and I are having today came out of a column that I wrote for Lost Remote uh, in the middle of May called uh, How to Be a Good PR Person or PR Client. If people want to check that out, just do a quickie search there uh, at Lost Remote for PR Person. It was uh, written on May 13th. Perfect, perfect. So if you would, give me give us a little bit of background. On, on the story that you did? I was invited to speak at the Publicity Club of New York. Uh, they have monthly luncheon meetings where they have lots of folks come in and talk about different aspects of, uh, of PR. And I'm still not sure why they had me, but my guess is that it had something to do with the um, social media stuff that I've been working on and um, pieces that I have been writing on on uh, effectively talking through social media with media, traditional media outlets, if I can use the word media in a sentence one more time, <laughs> set some sort of record. Um, and they came across a couple of things that I had written and invited me to it, and it was very much a a gathering of traditional public relations folks, all very nice. I mean, I, uh, I don't don't want to give an impression that it was anything but a great time. And um, what came out of it to me was this um, this real disconnect that was happening between what it seemed like the PR folks wanted and what I feel are the more effective ways that you can get the message out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's so let's talk about the disconnect first, or your perception of the disconnect from the from the PR community. Yeah, the disconnect is the the, the primary one is is as it's ever been, which is that publicists really need to know about each reporter and what each reporter writes about. In fact, I begin the column with "Know what we write about." If there's one message I can impart, that's right. it. Um, I worked in TV news for 15 years, and I worked in web news for, I think, eight. And at no point did anybody ever once from a PR agency call me who didn't want something from me. Mm -hmm. I, never, I never once got a call saying, uh, hey, this is Bob. Uh, just wanted to let you know I'm covering the Samsung video account now. If you ever have any questions, let me know. I mean, that would have been so useful. Yeah. And and, mm -hmm. that, and I never get that. I would always get calls from people who wanted me to report on some sort of very tangentially um, related kind of story to my audience, which was a, a, a mass audience about something that would be, you know, real B2B stuff. It just seemed like it was uh, fishing for ink, and it... Um, well, it made the the publicist look bad, made mm -hmm. the client look bad, that they didn't know what their strategy was, apart from let's get on TV. Right. You know, and you're bringing up something, and this is a reoccurring conversation that we have. You know, we take things back to basics and also treat people the way you want to be treated. Like, nobody wants to pick up the phone and have someone sound like, I'm so excited to talk about you. I'm calling you, right. Brandy, because I want to buy a car. 
right? Like, oh God, <laughs> did someone put a for sale sign on my car? Right? <laughs> like, know, know who you're talking to. And then I think also too, which is a very important point that you brought up, is be upfront. Right, like if someone, if, if you're right. if you if you're in PR, you're 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 in PR because you're trying to um, engage people in a conversation, you know, whatever it is, whatever your charters are for your client. Um, but super important, like a, you know, rapport is everything. If someone likes you, they're more likely to you know to do something with and for you than someone else. Understand who, what you just said, who they are, and who their audience is, so you can craft your message to mirror what someone's trying to accomplish because if you if someone makes your life easier aren't you more likely to work with them on a story as long as it's applicable yes absolutely i get some emails from people and i know and i would say it's probably only like two or three of them but i know when i get it from them it's going to be something interesting they don't automatically go into the delete file they're not Mm -hmm. filtered out I know they're only going to send me something when it's something that is interesting for Lost Remote um, or for uh, the work that I do writing in general. And those people, they've got it down. You know, they, I, I've spoken with them. A couple people came up to me at the Publicity Club event and asked me specifically what it was I was interested. Mm-hmm. One of them followed up uh, with me and has wound up on my site twice as a result. Wow. It's like any other part of marketing or sales. It's all people-driven. If you know the person mm-hmm. and they seem like a real person to mm-hmm. you, um, on, on my side of the uh, keyboard, we are happy to have good information. I mean, there is such a need. There's this impression somehow that there's an adversarial relationship between PR and journalism. And and the fact of the matter is, for the most part, PR is really valuable to journalism when it is being honest and conversational. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what the web is. It is a conversational medium. And if you can join that discussion, and if I know that I'm not just going to get BS from you when there's something that goes wrong, but I'm going to get some straight talk, you know, my gosh, you're, you're, you're doing the work of a journalist as well. Right, which is, which is great. And I think, and just be upfront with someone, right? Like if I'm, picking up the, if I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling you outside of potentially us being friends, I, I want something from you. So instead of trying to dance around it, say, hey, do you have an editorial calendar? I have a right. client that does this. I think it would be a good fit for you. I wanted to talk to you before I like just deluged you with all sorts of information. You know, and I think that's yeah. a hard part for people just to be like upfront. This is what I want from you. Right? Is it a good fit? What can I do for you in return? <laughs> Right, and and you should know even before that phone call that this person has written five articles about this space already, so clearly it's something they cover. Or, you know, also, oh, they just wrote about these guys yesterday. They're probably not going to do it again today. Um, There's all sorts of ways to get into the mind of a journalist that help your client and uh, help the journalist as well. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break and let's continue on with this conversation. I think this is uh, wonderful, wonderful fodder for the listening audience. Take notes, people. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates 
four super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. My.AFCON2010.com My.AFFCON2010.com Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The Trade Show, where affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Welcome back to this uh, very special edition of Cover Story. Our featured guest today is uh, Steve Safran, who is Senior Vice President of Media 2.0 at R&D, Audience De- um, Research and Development, and he is also one of the editors at uh, uh, LostRemote.com. Welcome back, Steve. Thank you. So, you know, we, we were having a very interesting conversation about how to create a two-way dialogue with journalists, understanding who they are, um, you know, calling calling, and understanding who they are prior to picking up the phone, taking a look yep. at what they've actually um, been writing about so that you're not wasting your time and irritating them with redundancy. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so funny because I just think there's so many things that are hard in life. Right, like you just can't change, but how you pitch right. people and just re- the common respect, right? Like guys think <laughs> <laughs> this should be so easy. It really should be. The other uh, instruction that I would like to give anybody in the mm-hmm. audience listening is speak English. I get these public relations releases that are in business speak is the only way to describe them. They are uh, in a language uh, that is full of sea changes and exciting B2B turnkey solutions and all of that. And it just, I'm a dumb journalist. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You tell me you have invented something or you are coming to market with something that does X. Just get right to it. Plain English. There's a book out there that I think everybody should read, and it's called Why Business People Speak Like Idiots. (laughs) Why Business People Speak Like Idiots. You know, everybody sounds like they're a bunch of 90s MBAs. Everybody's trying to talk outside the box and and, uh, 
get mission critical value added up. Now, come on. With the transparency just, just, and a 360 view, view yes. Yeah. Exactly right. right. Yeah, world class enterprise Captain Kirk solution. It, it, it's it's noise. When you get the, if you're lucky enough, frankly, to get the attention of someone whose um, time you are trying to take, Mm -hmm. if you're lucky enough, speak English. One of the things I love about Twitter and Uh, using that as a PR tool Mm -hmm. is that you only got room to speak English. You're right. And I think we have come out with Mm -hmm. this and it does this. Fantastic. Yeah, Why do you it. need three pages to say that? Right. 140 characters. It does scare me a little bit that like our like our children are only going to be able to communicate in 140 characters. <laughs> but, but If I can get my kids only to talk in 140 characters, I would consider that a huge success. Yeah. Well, that that's a different topic <laughs> for a different show. We do have a show called Life Tips. <laughs> but, you know, okay, so but let's talk. All right. So let's talk more. All right. So being more concise, using words that people can like identify with, it's going to inspire them to want to read about you, not have it be like this very blanket speakies sort of business jargon crap. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's the there's one of the things that the book points out, you know, the question is, why do people speak like idiots? The answer is because they're afraid. They think that it's just something that you're supposed to do to sound professional. It gives you, it's written in the passive tense, so it gives you a certain amount of deniability. It's safe. And I would much, much rather have something from someone, and it reads like a news article. Like, I don't need to go through and, and rewrite it so that it's uh, into English, that it's just, um, it's, it's explaining to me what's happening. And I think that, I worked in PR for about a year and a half, so I do have a little insight into what happens, and I know that a lot of these things do start off in plain English, and then as they work their way up the chain, people who um, have been doing PR for a long time tend to add these different phrases because they sound impressive or they're going to impress the client, butter up the client or whatever, but it's our job to educate yeah, up as mm-hmm, well and mm-hmm. to, um, to fight a little bit for um, our language. For the words that we use, words are so important, especially when you're in spaces like uh, Twitter and Facebook where they're limited, and in a culture where we have a very short attention uh, span. Mm-hmm. That you know, uh, and um, when you're putting something online and search is involved, you know, think what what are people are going to search for? Are they really going to search for end-to-end turnkey solution, or are they right. going to search for the thing that they're trying to find? Right. Um, we we got to knock it off. Right. No, I mean, that makes, it's interesting. It makes a lot of sense, I think, from like a search, you know, I, I look at search as being the foundation truly to any online business. You know, you need to understand who you're, I'm not going to go into my whole search speech because it's not really mine to give. <laughs> I'll get myself into trouble. <laughs> but, but, you know, so I agree with you, but let me ask you a question. I mean, because I think this goes back to um, what you originally said is understand who your journalist is. So for you, you don't yeah. want a bunch, you know, a lot of business jargon, like get to the point. Tell me what is so cool about what, you know, product or service you have. What differentiates you? You know what I mean? Like, who's it serving? Um, Where other people, and I think this is where it's interesting and it gets a little bit confusing potentially, is you have, you know, our traditional media outlets, you know, uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Boston Globe and all of that good stuff. But then you also have these, you know, people who are citizen journalists. Yes. Which, you know, they started out potentially for the most part having a passion in a certain area started writing about it and then all of a sudden something that which you know should happen to all of us 
right? Actually, actually is what happened to me. You know, have a passion for something, pursue it for the for good, and then all of a sudden realize that there's a business model to be had out of it. <laughs> the 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 good thing about this is, I think it's an implied third party endorsement, which is always nice. You know, from people that seemingly aren't benefiting, other than they're just evangelists for a certain arena, or maybe are experts right. in a certain arena arena, but. Because they're not, they don't have a journalistic background. You know, what are some of what what are the some of some of the best tips for you in regard to reaching out to citizen journalists and engaging them on a level that um, they'll want to participate with you? Whew, that's a big one. Um, you know, you want to find. You certainly want to work with bloggers. You want to find people who have influence. There are lots of different tools you can use online, like Technorati and mm-hmm. uh, other tools to find out the more influential uh, blogs. And you want to reach out to those folks. You know, with Lost Remote, we write about local television, so people who are representing um, products that uh, local television stations use and so forth, they reach out to us a lot. And it's really the same thing. In fact, it's it's the advice, I think, is, is even better for citizen journalists because the way that bloggers write is in English. plain English. Right. It's conversational. Um, they... It's, it's part of the conversation with the audience that they hope to start and continue in the comments and all of that. I think the best way to reach out to citizen journalists is exactly the same way to reach out to conventional journalists, which is knowing what they're writing about and uh, reflecting their needs and uh, not being too much of a pain in the you-know-what about it. Right. No, I mean, I think that's great. And asking people, how do you want to be communicated with? Right? Do you want to be communicated through on your site? Do you want someone to pick up the phone? You know, do you want me to pick up the phone and call you? You want me to send a smoke signal? Does that make you happy when you know you see the the jet planes that say, you know, I love Steve? Um, I, I would happily take that. I think so. So let's do this. Let's happily take a break. I'll go get the plane set up so we can uh, have your name in, in, in smoke in downtown Boston right over, uh, you know, one of the cool sports teams are playing. And we'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from seofox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin. Welcome back to this final segment on Cover Story. This week has gone entirely too fast. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, our featured guest today is Steve Safran, who is a Senior Vice President of Media 2.0, R-A-R-N-D, Audience Research and Development. And he also is an editor for... Um, lostremote.com which was launched in 1999 as one of the first blogs about media um, so welcome back Steve thanks so interesting right, so this has been I mean it's been a very interesting conversation I think this is a conversation that needs to continue and continue and continue <laughs> um, but yeah been I mean, having it for years yeah no I bet right And so yeah. for you know in regard to um you know, it's interesting because I know that you've written about, um, you know, sp specifically in this case, you know, people saying, oh, I want to, you know, I want to be in the New York Times and I want to be in the Wall Street Journal. And, you know, like, I mean, I'd like to be on Oprah again. But, you know, in yeah. that, a lot of it's for posterity. Because what is it getting right. you? What, uh, what right. exactly does it have to do with uh, advancing your business goals is the uh, question to be asking. Which is very, I mean, which is very interesting, you know, that you that you say this, and you also talking about, about like the implied third party endorsement, getting colleagues that are influences in the industry to evangelize you. Yeah, I mean that's why social media is so great because if I hear from uh, my friend Amy that uh, she likes something and she's a PR person, it's going to mean something a lot more to me than if I see. Uh, the president of some company on Oprah or some business program. It just, you know, it's it's in our nature. You want movie reviews from your friends, not from uh, a faceless person in the newspaper. And it's the same thing with products. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's all about the bond. Um, and I think from an advertising standpoint, I mean, I think advertising is not dead, but I think that the consumers become a lot more savvy. They know the difference between something that's advertorial versus editorial. So I think when you have people out there that hold bearing in the in a community that you want to impact, it's going to go a lot. You know, it's going to go a lot further. I mean, think about it. If you and I were going to like make plans to go out for dinner, you know, are we going? I mean, are we really going to pay attention to what's in the Boston Globe? Or no, I want to know what my cousin Jack said because he went there last week and he put up a review on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. All, absolutely. All of a sudden, everybody becomes a reviewer. Right. Because we all have tastes, and at least if you can align yourself with people that have like like tastes. You know what I mean? Like with me and movies, I've never agreed with a with a movie critic yet, but I have a group of friends. We all have the same crappy taste. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I think if you bring it down, you know, and you're bringing up some amazing points, you bring it down to the lowest common denominator about what links us, what binds us, and what inspires us, it's pretty simple. It really is. And I think, like, these are awesome salient points that you're bringing up. Well, thanks, you know. Again, I just, I hope that... um I hope that things can improve for the better. I really, I'm very optimistic that uh, the conversation can improve and go forward and that um, PR can take a look at what's happening online and realize that any company can become a media company. You know, do you want to spend $20,000 so you can get a quarter of a column inch in uh, some newspaper somewhere, or do you want to take that same money and build a media site where people can get all sorts of great content from you? that there is no need for these third parties anymore. You can become uh, a destination in and of yourself, that there are people who will evangelize your product and that there are people who will want to share it with, uh, with their friends and be the best advocates for you that you can have. Yeah. You just have to enable them. Absolutely. Can you give us an example of who you think, um, and you guys can, you could use yourself, you know, um, you know, like a, a strong example of people that, that, like their goal is to obviously sell product or service, but they've created a really strong foundation as being a go-to source from a media perspective. Sure, Zappos, Z-A-P-P-S. They started <laughs> off as a shoe yeah. company online, and they are so much more now. They offer all sorts of stuff, and it's because they've listened to their audience. Their tagline is powered by service. And it's exactly what they are. I mean, the mm-hmm. people who buy from them are, are cultishly fanatical about Zappos. Um, and it's because it was one of the first companies that used all of these different ways to listen to people. And they take um, reviews from people. Imagine that. You're trying to sell a product, and it's not getting such a great review on your site. Um, they're on their site, it says their core value, number 10, is to be humble. I love that. Yeah. You know what? Amen. Like, seriously. <laughs> Like I have sometimes I um, sometimes I think that people's yeah be humble like if you are as big as you say you are you don't need to tell everybody they'll know exactly (laughs) exactly so I that I absolutely agree with and you know I yes I I'm I'm going to stereotype myself here like I'm a woman I really like shoes because they never let me down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they always fit. I don't have to worry about hip size. Um, but but Zappos actually was one of the very first interviews that we did on Webmaster Radio. Um, many, oh, really? Yes, many moons ago. It's so unfortunate because of what's going on um, with Amazon right now that they will not be able to join us in Denver because I can't create a nexus. I mean, I want to speak. I, let, me, let me put it this way. I don't want to speak on their behalf, but I believe, unfortunately, because fortunately for them, they're part of the Amazon family. But right now, um, everything's being uh, trying to be straightened out with the affiliate taxation issue. Uh, I got it. Yeah. So, um, but but yeah, I think that's an excellent site, right? And getting people, yeah, getting people to engage, and I think making people evangelize you, not making them, but finding out what their hot spots are. Like you have a passion for the reason why you work at a company. You have a passion for. Um, the job that you have, or at least I hope you do. I mean, not you, but people mm-hmm. in general, right? And if you yeah. can, if you can turn that passion and find out where other people's passion points are, so that they'll go out and they'll promote you because you're both trying to achieve the same thing. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. You know the uh, the important thing is to use all of these new tools that social media brings, all the Facebook Connect tools. Um, video, audio, all of that to enable people to evangelize for you and to let the control go. 
you've lost control anyway. Oh, yeah. So you might as well show the... Um, and I use the word audience rather than consumers because mm-hmm. they really are. You're showing the audience that um, you care about what they think in a way that um, goes beyond just, you know, sending them back a um, why business people speak like idiots yeah. form letter. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and mm-hmm. really engaging them. There's um, Best Buy does a great job with its Twitter feed. Um, you put up a question and they answer it. What a concept, you know? I mean, it, it seems so simple and obvious, but there's so many companies that don't do that. Just have someone there to answer questions quickly for people, and all of a sudden you're not a faceless bunch of corporate uh, so-and-sos. You're, you know, Steve of a job, trying to make it through the day. Yeah, which is, you know what? And at the end of the day, like, however you can make people's lives easier, because you're on Twitter, I want to ask through Twitter. Someone else may feel more comfortable calling it 800 number, but I think you made a really good point. You know, put it out there so that people can adopt, you know, doing business with you and getting the answers they need. And if you can differentiate yourself from a service perspective, amen. Yep. Right? Because I've had situations that were horrible, but people, they had wonderful service. Um, and I think, too, you know, you made a very, very good point. We've lost control. Like, as soon as, as, soon as you show up on the web, you've lost control. Like, there is no such thing as the normal crisis management that you would think of. But I think people realize that you're a work in progress. And if you can reach out to them and ask for constructive criticism without the intent of malice, you've got a lot going on for yourself. Yeah, and when you start inviting comment, you have to realize that there are going to be bad ones, that there are, surprise, a lot of jerks out there. That's okay to have that up there. People realize that now about the web. It isn't about all the uh, garbage. It's about finding the diamonds in the rough and finding the people whose opinions you value. Um, it gives you more credibility uh, to have criticism mm-hmm. on your site of your product than it does of just you're only letting through all of the glowing reviews. Right. All of a sudden, I'm very suspicious of you. It's an right. ironic thing. <laughs> right. But I, mean, I want to yeah. see some folks who don't like you, and I want them to tell me why, because that's a conversation. I'm very sensitive. That would make me very hurt, Steve. So, <laughs> no, I know. No, I mean, this is terrific. Let's do this. It's un- so unfortunate because we are at the end of the show. Um, quickly, if you would, let our audience, if they don't already know, um, can you tell them a little bit of Lost Remote and how to find you? Sure, it's easy. We're at lostremote.com. Uh, we have recently come out with a book called The Lost Remote Wikipedia Guide to Media, which was done in conjunction with Pedia Press, which allows you to uh, curate stories from Wikipedia and put them together in a book. So if you go to our site, you'll uh, find a link to that there. We're also available as a uh, iApp. We're trying to stay on top of all of the technology. We uh, One of the promises we make to our audience is that we will never inundate people with stories. We're the kind of site where you might get two or three good ideas a day, and that's it. And uh, it's it's worked for us for a long time, and we appreciate anybody with interest in uh, media, local media, to come by and tell us what they think. They can also email us at tips at lostremote.com. Terrific. Okay, guys, so I think we, you know, you've got some research. If you if you aren't already over at uh, lostremote.com, phenomenal uh, for you guys to reach out to Steve and his, the crew over there and see if you can't get a little ink. But first, go over and research before you start reaching out. Steve Saffron, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today. And you absolutely have you to come back. You are very welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right, terrific. Enjoy the rest of your day. And for all of you listening... 
Uh, we really appreciate you at Cover Story. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week just for you. <laughs>